Welcome back, Imaginers. I'm continuing to help you kick off the, the new year. We focused on what the gains were versus the gaps were in the last episode. And in this episode, I want to help you think about something that was a game changer for me. I mentioned in the last episode that I went to a coaching conference back in November, and there were several profound questions that they asked. And this next one really helped me to focus in on what was something that was standing in my way. And it's a it's a part of our reflection process, which I, as I talked about in the last episode, I don't think we spend enough time in reflection. We spend a lot of time in preparation and planning and goal setting, but we oftentimes don't realize all of the progress that we've made, which I talked about in the last episode. And because we spend very little time in reflection, we often also can't see what might be standing in our way. And so the the one question that was asked at this conference as we continue to reflect on the past year was, what is the thing that is truly the foundation of your obstacle? And so we spent some time, and I encourage you to do the same thing. The facilitator gave us about five minutes and we simply started writing down first what I call the evidence of the things standing in our way. And for me, writing down some of the evidence of things that I had planned to do but didn't, things that I thought about and then thought, ah, that doesn't sound like a good idea. (laughs) And I started to kind of write down the things that I wanted to do in the past year, but I didn't. And I just kept writing, writing, writing. And again, I encourage you to do the same thing. Just start to write down what are some of the things that you wanted to do that you didn't. And for me, the writing, the writing of it down helped me to get to the crux of the thing that was really the obstacle. Because oftentimes we think that there's something that stands in our way. I call it sort of presenting as a symptom. So if you go to the doctor and you tell them that you have a headache and they give you some medicine for the headache and then you stop taking the medicine and the headache comes back, you really haven't gotten to the root of the issue. I often find that things that are present as obstacles in the beginning appear as the symptom, but they're not really getting to what the root of the challenge is. And so if we think about what are some of the things, again, that we, we had wanted to do last year that we aspired to do, or even over the past couple of years, for me, it's helpful to just write some of those things down as a, as a starting point. And of course, we want to do that with what I call compassionate curiosity. This is not intended to be a form of berating ourselves or self-loathing. It's truly so that we can be curious. 
and, and help our brains get to what is the thing that's really standing in our way. So again, I wrote down, I wrote down, I wrote down some things that I didn't do that I planned to do, or even some things that I did, but I didn't, you know, I, I really wanted to take it to the next level, but I didn't. And so I wrote down all these things. And then again, with my detective hat, if you've been listening, you know that I love Sherlock Holmes and I love the way that the Sherlock Holmes character can look across several seemingly disparate things and connect some dots. And so that's what I want you to do. I want you to take some time, write down, and if you're listening to this on a walk or in the car, feel free to go back and do this later. But as you write down the things that you're realizing over the past year or past couple of years, you know, I really wanted to do X, Y, and Z, or I really wanted to take X, Y, and Z to the next level. I'm curious why I didn't, right? And again, I want you to use that, that lens as if you were telling someone who is an investigator, right? You're simply writing down or communicating what the facts of the story are, not the thoughts, not the beliefs that we assign to them, but simply the facts of the story. I wanted to fill in the blank, whatever you wanted to do, right? And and you're just writing down those facts to start with. So that's the process of getting it all out of your brain and kind of onto the page. Keep it very factual. And then I want you to put on your detective hat and start to look at anything that those items might have in common. And again, this is where you can start to look at what are some of the root causes here? This is where you can get into, it could be a belief system, it could be um, fear, it could be, I don't know how to do that. I want you to kind of look at what are, what are some of the reasons that factually that you didn't do these things. And again, this helps us stay in that compassionate curiosity because we've all used some version of berating or self-loathing. And if you're like me, you know that none of that actually works. We find our epiphanies and the magic in that compassion, right? In that curiosity. So I want you to be using that lens as you go through this process. And as you start to maybe see some themes, I want you to write those down, use a highlighter, maybe as you, again, for me, after five minutes, I had a couple pages worth of things. And so I went back and kind of looked at where is there commonality in all these things? And for me, the theme, again, when I was really curious about what my brain was telling me in those moments that I didn't take the action that I planned or I didn't even begin something that I had wanted to do, for me, it all came down to some version of perfectionism. And perfectionism can show up in many ways. I often call myself a recovering perfectionist. Um, it is it is something that I'm 
in recovery for is <laughs> something that I didn't even realize was the root of a lot of the reason that I didn't go after things. I always found myself in situations where I was positive I could be successful and usually knock it out of the park. But that also kept me from trying things that I wasn't sure if I really could. And as an entrepreneur, that's most of what I do. So much of my day is spent, I don't know how to do this. I've never done this before. And so I've had to quiet that perfectionism, but it still continues to show up. And that's why I call myself a recovering perfectionist. But what I found is that while I, I have been working on this for many years and, and I've made incredible progress, and that is the, that's the gain that we talked about in the last episode, there, there's still, you know, our brains start to get sneaky when we work on things. They will find a way to continue to try to keep us safe, what they think is safe, right? Which is staying in the same place, doing the same thing, not, um, not trying new things because our brain thinks that that's dangerous. So it's interesting how my perfectionism shows up in sneakier ways now. But as I, as I looked at the couple pages that I wrote down, what I realized is that it was a version of perfectionism. Now, it wasn't nearly as much as it used to be, but it was still, it was still kind of at the root of some of the reasons that I wasn't taking action or going after things or trying new things. And so once I kind of realized this was the root, then the next part of the exercise that the facilitator asked us to do was write down what is going to be your mantra that is going to help you with this, again, root cause, something that you're going to continue to use as a lens over the coming year so that as these areas come up again, because for most of us, you know, the goals remain the same or, you know, there's a version of them that remains the same. And then there's new things that we want to try as well. And oftentimes that lens can help us with any of those. So the mantra that I wrote down was do it messy. Do it messy. Because what I realized is over the last year, the things that I wasn't doing, if I had had that lens, I would have done it anyway. So for me, that was kind of the foundation of the obstacle that ran across several areas of things that I wasn't going after or, you know, going after in the way I really wanted to. So I came home uh, from the conference and I told my husband that I had this incredible epiphany that the, the foundation of the obstacle standing in my way was to simply do it messy. And he started to have a visceral reaction to, to me saying, I'm going to do it messy. He is a very methodical person. And this was, it was so interesting that it had nothing to do with him, but yet he was having a reaction to it. And, and I told him that do it messy is really for me being more brave, being more vulnerable, taking more risk and not knowing what the outcome is going to be. 
you know, do it, do it messy for me is a, is a kind of a brain hack, right? So as I face a situation that seems scary or unknown, or I don't know what the, you know, I don't know if I can be successful at it. I'm just going to do it messy. I'm going to give it a try. And I can tell you that this is already, this is already changing the year for me. There's, there's oftentimes my brain will, will serve up, you know, just wait till you kind of have things organized to start this, or, you know, just wait until you have more information to start this. Just wait until you know more, just wait until you can present it in a fully flushed out, well thought, ensuring success way. But again, this is what got in the way of the things that I wanted to try last year that I didn't. Do it messy. Some of you are probably listening and having a a visceral reaction as well, because I tend to attract a lot of listeners and clients who also struggle with perfectionism. And so much of this is there's societal belief systems around this. I mean, there's a lot of reasons that... Uh, primarily women struggle with this. But what if you did it a little messy? What if you didn't have everything figured out and you took a step anyway? What, if you look at the past year, is the root cause of your obstacle, your main obstacle? And what if you used a lens this year that helped hack your brain to move forward anyway? What would that be? So for me, you're going to see the next year ahead be a bit more messy. I'm going to be making some posts and sharing some things that are more vulnerable, more imperfect, because that's the continued journey that I'm on. And I hope that, again, whatever is the root of your obstacle, you begin to take some small steps, regardless of what that is, whether it's a belief system or something that has even served you in the past. I was thinking the other day that Part of my perfectionism comes from my background as a journalist. There is no, there's either, there's either fact or not a fact. There's either a word spelled correctly or not. There's, when I was in journalism school, if we misspelled a word, there was no spell check back then. If we misspelled a word, we got an F, an F. There was no gray. There, there, there is no gray in, 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 from my perspective in journalism, there's, there's facts, there's opinion. We could do a whole episode (laughs) on this topic, but again, it, for me, my background and, and going through journalism school when I did there was, there was black and white. 
there was no, there was not gray. And and that really informed my lens and it created a belief system that served me. It helped me be successful in journalism school. It helped me get my first job. It helped me continue to be successful as I was an executive speechwriter and a communicator for 25 years. And so it served me for a long time, but it's not serving me anymore to be perfect. What serves me is to be more vulnerable, more brave, more adventurous, trying things that I don't exactly know what the outcome is going to be. And in reality, that's also when we feel most alive. You guys know as well as I do that if you look back on your life and you think about some of the most exciting, inspiring experiences you've had, it was probably when you didn't exactly know what the outcome was, but you did it anyway. So again, as you're thinking about the year ahead and planning and thinking about what did stand in my way with love and curious compassion towards yourself, and what if I took a small step regardless of that obstacle? You know that I'm cheering you on to the life and career that you imagine. Go take a small step to whatever is standing in your way and let me know what happens on the other side. Take care, everyone. If you want to start creating the career of your wildest dreams, sign up for my weekly email at kylamartinconsulting.com forward slash inspiration. This is your destination for uncovering your purpose, removing any obstacles, and creating the career you imagined.